A very wise person once told us, on the day that we got married, that we should avoid saying the words, you always or you never. Yes. I have realised that I must take accountability for something. Go on. I always say welcome to the show, and you never say welcome to the show. So, Jen, without further... I said welcome to the show last week. Did you? Yes. You always do this! Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of I Love Your Butt. I Love Your Butt. We didn't really think about that when we came up with the title for the thing, because most people are like, I love your butt. No, they're not. No, no, no. Well, I think it's it's kind of funny either way, isn't it? We went to a wedding this weekend. You'll probably have seen on Soch. That's why we're late with this episode. On what? On the Soch. Soch? Yeah, social media. Soch Meads. <laughs> right, Soch okay. Meads. Are you 24? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> No, We've I don't been watching think, so much don't, Love I Island. I don't think 24... Listen, oh, listen. Go. You always do this. You always do this. You, you never, never do. listen. <laughs> <laughs> 16 years on and we're uh, always nevering all over the place. Yeah, so we went to uh, my cousin's wedding at the weekend up in Northumberland, which yes. was... Uh, it was fantastic, wasn't it? Was it was wonderful. Um, but you know what they say? What do they say? Another wise thing that they said on, on our wedding day when it poured it down with rain yeah. um, was that they always said... A wet knot is harder to untie. Really? Uh, yeah, apparently. So I've that's nice. A, a wet knot equals doing your photographs in the rain. <laughs> it does. But apparently it means that your marriage is stronger. I think they just say that to make you feel better. Yeah. And what do they say on a dry day? Like a dry knot makes a, <laughs> a, a better wedding. I don't know. It's probably no, a, bloody a dry knot is harder to untie, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we went to this wedding up in Northumberland, which is uh, uh, the beautiful kind of coastline of northeast England. Uh, it was a, a beautiful day, on the verge of too hot. What do you mean on the verge? It was. It, it was, was too hot. It was. It was boiling. It was terribly hot, and for you in your suit as well. Well, what I haven't anticipated, I haven't been to a wedding for for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to them all the time because you sing at weddings mm-hmm. all the time. I've only been to a handful in my life, of which they have been very memorable. But on the whole, one or both of us have had something to do. Yeah, like, that's uh, true. You yeah. do a song, I do a speech. I've even married some friends of ours before. You have. You married John Danielle. Didn't I did. You? I did. Which and was I sang great. down the aisle, so it was a complete gear-heavy wedding, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So it's always kind of inverted commas. It's a bit working. It's a working thing. Unlike this one. So I was like, right, well, it's an opportunity to get stuck in, isn't it? Absolutely. However, I underestimated how long this day is. Yeah, it's very long. It's essentially 14 hours of hanging out in the boiling heat (laughs) with people you don't know from all walks of life, drunk all day. Yeah. It takes its toll on a 42-year-old soul like myself. Okay, but I wasn't fully aware of how I was feeling until the evening guests arrived. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it split between the day and the evening. We were lucky enough to be a part of the entire day, which yeah, is yeah, great. Lovely. But if you're there at say, what time were we there? Midday. We we arrived at midday. Yeah, we arrived at midday, and our cab picked us up at midnight. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, that's a massive ass day. Right? <laughs> so long. So when the evening guests arrive, I basically felt like I'd been on a 10-hour flight. Yeah, and they're all fresh turning up, like ready to party. They're like, yeah. hey, everyone. Hey, guys. I've been like having a lovely Saturday and then I got ready and now I'm here. And we're like... Bruh. Well, Chris found himself a nice little napping spot, didn't you, on the side of a hill? Yes. So he disappeared off and had a little snooze for oh, an hour. A little known secret about myself <laughs> is that I, I, I quite enjoy partaking in an afternoon nap. Yes, you do. Why not? To recharge the batteries. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, after all the speeches and ceremony, etc., and a mm-hmm. fair few light beverages, mm-hmm. I was ready <laughs> for a sleep. Yeah. Uh, and the guy that was sat on our table, yeah. uh, he said, well, I just went for sleep an hour ago. And I went, what? And he said, out the back of the, the venue, there was a hill. Yeah. And over that hill was a lovely little spot in the shade, away from the guests. You couldn't be seen. And I went, where exactly is this? <laughs> and I went off thinking... It became Nap Hill. Nap Hill. I thought, again, like, close my eyes for 10 minutes just to recharge. Anyway, an hour and 20 minutes later, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> On the hill, it was uh, it was brilliant. It was a beautiful day, and it actually it brought back some wonderful memories for me of of our wedding day. Oh, and I'm sure it did because every time I play or perform at a wedding, and I'm there on my own without you, I, it always makes me think about our wedding day, and I f- you feel all romantic again, don't you? Yeah, and it's 13 years ago this September. It is. It is. Would you like to take a little trot down memory lane? Darling? I think I would. I think I would. Fantastic. Let's roll the jingle. Let's roll the jingle. It's never been a mystery. Some of it's a mystery. mystery. Let me tell you what I'm saying. I'm the king of wistful thinking. (laughs) I remember the days. Ah, let me set the scene. So so let me Alright, I was doing my voice! (laughs) I was doing my I was doing my sultry kind of voice. Sorry, I, I thought you were say, going to put the music in and well, all that. I will put some music in, but I was thinking that we could just... I was going to ask you a question about the day and, and you were going to... And see oh, OK, you, and then I'll do yeah, my voice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. All right, you asked me a question. OK, cue music, go. OK, so can you remember um, what yes. you were doing before the ceremony? Yes, I remember. I mean, it's a bit too creepy, that voice, Yeah, it's actually, a bit creepy, it? just be right, normal. Just, the music will make it nice. OK. Um, Chill out, mate. <laughs> Well, obviously, we'd had a few light beverages. Oh, no, not this light beverages again. Light beverages. I'd had a few scoops the night before, as had everyone, on the old rehearsal dinner or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're putting all the family together for the first time. There's aunties and uncles who have never met... (laughs) Yeah. And so, oh, do you remember? Do you remember when? Do you remember when your dad and my dad met for the very first time? Yes. And my dad was unpacking the car outside the venue. Yeah. And your dad went up to him to say hi and took him by such surprise that my dad whacked his head on the 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 edge of the boot and now, started swearing profusely. Most of you probably don't know much about John Sorden, father of Jennifer, but uh, <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> He, he, he's quite loud when he hurts himself. He's one of these people like, Oh, bloody hell! Oh! Like that. So that was the first impression of our father's meeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a real baptism of fire, isn't oh, it? yeah. So we had the rehearsal dinner that evening, and we're back to the weird voice again. Well, it's not. A, it's not a weird voice. It's like a story. <laughs> story voice. Story voice. Okay. Story voice. So I woke up on the day, mm-hmm. and I hadn't slept. I was extremely nervous obviously I'd never been married before and Mm -hmm. I thought I will 
need to get up early mm -hmm. to be ready for the day. Maybe I'll exercise and iron my shirt and stuff like that. So I got up. Exercise? At, no, I don't. I didn't, did you I go didn't, on a run? No, I didn't go on a run. I did, some, <laughs> I did like 10, 10 press-ups in my room. Just what? in case, you know, just about you... to get to get the old guns on. Yeah, show. to get a bit of flex on. Yeah, the a bit of flex under under your shirt, oversized <laughs> waistcoat, and badly fitted jacket. Yeah. Basically, I I I look like a big boxy mess in my in my in my suit. It's so weird because it was 2010, and I just remember thinking that you looked oh, really terrible. handsome. We'll put a little picture up on the show notes. Oh, I, of course, we will. I mean, the 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 trousers were overfitted and and everything was just not to my current tastes no let's I say that. um so i'm in the room and it's 10 o'clock and we're getting married at one o'clock yeah and i'm all dressed <laughs> already <laughs> i'm totally dressed yeah and i really don't know what to do so yeah. my best man rob uh, he said should we go to the pub yeah and we went to the pub and we had a whiskey, which is really weird at like 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, oh, and he said, do you want a cigar? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is so funny. And uh, I don't think I even know any of this. Yeah, and we went, we went for a walk, mm -hmm. um, just to kill some times mm -hmm. really, until everyone arrived. Kill and then, some times. <laughs> kill some times. And then everyone arrived and yeah. it was so lovely because uh, I didn't know 70% of the people that came to our wedding. <laughs> uh, so it was a lot of introductions and thank you yeah. for being here. Yeah. Uh, finally came the time where it was the moment where we're in the reception area. Yeah. What's it called? The aisle. What's that bit called? Oh, you mean the ceremony? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're at the ceremony. You know, the one where you married me. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, the one where you said your vows, yeah. I was pretty nervous. Okay, I was pretty nervous. <laughs> Hadn't been married before, as I a said. A few barangas. <laughs> <laughs> and I was standing next to my best man, and he said, she's here. And I turned around, and I saw you. And the, the nice way of putting it is... I'd never seen anything so beautiful in my life. Oh, I'd never seen anything. Chris. I'd never seen anything Aww. that had hit me so much like a freight train of emotions. Aww. Everyone is in this room. And so I did what any guy would do in that situation. I started uncontrollably crying. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking, I'm not talking like a few <laughs> wistful tears. Ugly crying. I'm talking. Uh, ugly crying. Like, couldn't control his breathing. I and I remember, like... I remember thinking, I, d I don't know what to do here because I'm, I had to go like more stoic than I've ever been because there was no room for me to cry. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was, it was, uh, I was just overcome with emotion. I couldn't, so it was sweet. one of those kind of, I can't, I can't breathe thing. And then I had oh. to do my speech. <laughs> Uh, vows. And I, vows, that's yeah. it. I had to do my <laughs> vows. And I'd written these vows myself and I was very proud of them. Yeah, and I'd rehearsed them, rehearsed them like any good actor and husband-to-be would do. And I started reading them. But of course, you know, when you cry so much, mm -hmm. you start getting all snotty. Yeah. So it was like every <laughs> single line I was going... <laughs> 
which, I know. Which that, is all in the video and everything. And I've always thought, oh, there's so much sniffing. You've just got there. them to say, that's the way it was. And it was fantastic. So just to finish off Wistful Thinking for this week, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to say thank you for 13 years of marriage. And being at that wedding really reminded me how amazing this journey is. It reminded me what love is. Say thank you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God, you just went off on your own little thing there. No, um, (laughs) I was trying to agree with you. I was being wistful. Wistful's not the same as, like, being complimentary. Um, No, it it, it just reminds you of, you know, you realise that this is a wonderful thing and you think, gosh, this is the first day. And as the poem said, this is the day it all starts for them. And you go, God, we started this journey 13 years ago. We've known each other for 16 bloody proud of us and I love you high five on the on the mic well we're too far away from each other there was no pressure on the on the thing it would just sound like (laughs) (laughs) I'm the king of wistful thinking (laughs) I remember the days so speaking of Rob our lovely friend Rob who is a great follower of the show and who we adore um my bezo for 25 years and your best man Speaking and the best of Rob, man from the Weds. Him and his lovely wife, Becky, they invited us over a couple of weeks ago for a barbecue type affair. And uh, it just made me think, Chris, this is the perfect time to tell them about what happened to me that night. Oh. Um, because one might say, it was a rather awkward occurrence. Roll the jingle. Roll the jingle. I know you've had an awkward occurrence. How did it make you feel? I know you like that slightly awkward occurrence. Awkward occurrences. What happened, Jen? What happened? Well, it's a classic, which I'm sure many of you will have experienced over your lifetime since mobile phones were invented. And dare I say, toilets as well. Um, so <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> so I went to the toilet with my denim shorts with my iPhone in my back pocket went to the toilet and just as I was finishing up uh, I heard a plop oh and I thought what's that plopping in the toilet and it oh, was no. my iPhone 12 <laughs> oh. sitting in a little oh. swimming pool of my wee. Uh, oh. So I was obviously, I wrenched it out quickly. With your hand? Well, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. with your hand. because We didn't else? have a pair of tongs on standby, exactly. did it? Exactly, so of course with my hand. So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. So I quickly pulled my shorts up, ran out into the kitchen and Rob's standing there. And I said, Rob, Rob, I've just dropped my phone in my own wee. And he went... <laughs> Uh, and I said, he said, you, we're going to have to put it in some rice. You know, the old rice trick. <laughs> the old rice trick works on everything. <laughs> so I was like, come on then. And then he gets gets to the cupboard. He opens the cupboard and brings out this like eight kilo bag of Tilda white basmati rice. And I'm like, we can't use Tilda white basmati rice. <laughs> really That's really expensive. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and you not getting any Tesco's own whole grain brand or something like that. And he's like, just get it in. Just get it in the rice. You're expecting him to have some budget rice just for that kind of... <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I, I don't buy the Tilda Basmati white rice. It's really expensive, isn't it? So anyway, so I was like, I can't, I feel guilty. He's like, get it in the rice. And I'm like, are you sure? I had a few drinks, of course. I had a few beverages. What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> Light beverage. Light beverage. Why can I not say that properly? Anyway. No, I'm just better than so, you. So 
if I'd love to have seen somebody videotape this because we probably would have just been all over the shop. There's rice everywhere, different size bowls. Because I'm going, I only need a small bowl of your expensive rice. <laughs> Rob's going, no, you don't. You need to get it right in there. So Becky comes in and she's like, why is there rice everywhere? So, anyway, eventually we, we come back to look at the phone and the phone's fine. So that's great. Anyway, next day I text them and I said, oh my God, guys, I've just had a flashback to dropping my phone down the loo. And I've just realised that there were bowls of rice everywhere. Everywhere. And I'm hoping that you haven't like put them back in the pack or anything because it's covered in weed. <laughs> <laughs> the slightly more awkward occurrence in this awkward occurrence mm-hmm. is that since then we've realised mm-hmm. that most iPhones for the last five years are completely waterproof anyway. That was the injury that was added to the insult because it was it was who we were telling the other day and they said. Well, your iPhone's completely waterproof anyway. So actually, what I should have just done is just picked it out of the toilet and washed it as I washed my hands, rather yeah, than dried it just, off back just in your dried pocket. it off back in. So the whole rice experience was completely unnecessary, but very amusing. I know you like slightly awkward occurrences. Awkward occurrences. Hey, Chris. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Fred's was little and we were forever hurriedly shoving bits of cucumber and carrot into little plastic food bags before we left the house? Oh, yes, I do. Or throwing packs of unhealthy snacks into the change bag for convenience. Now, what if snacks for your little ones on the run could be simple, enjoyable and educational and kinder to your purse and the planet? Meet Snack and Doodle. The reusable, space-saving snack pouches that double as water doodle activity mats. They help to encourage independence and creative learning so that your kiddos can enjoy happy and colourful snack times on repeat. Little ones are just loving this eye-catching reusable food bag with attached aqua doodle mats for colourful and creative play. So visit tidytot.com today, where you can find Snack and Doodle and many other amazing bibs and accessories to make your weaning journey easier. Enter code ILYB10 at the checkout to get 10% off. That's tidytot.com and enter code ILYB10. Snack and Doodle. Snacks and fun on the run. We have been watching a bit of Love Island. Don't worry, we won't go on about this for too long because if you haven't seen Love Island, super annoying. And boring. And boring to listen to it. But the thing I'm learning from Love Island Uh is I think it's really important for people of our age to be in touch with people that are their age. I totally agree. everything, Everything seems to be so different from when I was 21, 22. They are so self aware. Yeah. And emotionally available. They're speaking with such wisdom at times. Yeah. Uh, for their age. For their age. I think it's fantastic. Well, but- I mean, they're sort of speaking the language that we're all sort of trying to learn in our time in life. You know, they're growing up with parents our age who've taught them how to express themselves properly. Oh, it makes you feel old, doesn't it? And it does. And, that you know, so because I th- I consider us to be the first generation who are really trying hard to make changes, you know, when it comes to, you know, being current in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and actually... Um, Holding yourself accountable when you make a mistake. That was something that one of the contestants brought up. And I thought yeah. that was incredibly mature for someone of... That oh, it age. really is. There yeah. is the flip side to the whole Love Island thing, which is 
the language that they use with each other is just completely different, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And also, the way that they, they date is completely different, i.e. You're allowed you know, to date multiple, multiple people. people. Whereas I remember when I was dating, or I would have felt it would was Would you 100% like, commit to that one date? Well, until I knew that they either it wasn't going anywhere or it was going somewhere. Or as Love Islanders call it, closed off. Yeah, I wouldn't have dated somebody else at the same time as somebody else, no. I couldn't do that. If I, I'd feel like I was cheating. I would, even have, fe- if I was I would just... have felt like I was cheating, like I was misleading somebody yeah. by by keeping my options open. But I do, I do, I find it fascinating. And I always remember a friend of mine, um, he said to me, Sean, he said to me, even if you don't enjoy football or business or you know love island x factor whatever whatever it is Mm. he said it's always good to watch a little bit of something or to listen to something or to read something so you know a little bit about everything yeah and also you've always got a topic of conversation you always know what's going on in the world yeah so it's well that's interesting like our parents your mum would be right on it. my mum loves it yes my mum loves it and for that reason that she said she likes keeping in touch with that generation which I she just, was like, well, cool, yeah. Yeah, she's like lipsin and lip-sin all that. Lipsin all over the place, Heather. She, she, ain't do, she, ain't, she isn't doing any lipsing. Uh, <laughs> you don't know that. I don't know that. And I wouldn't want to. Go on, uh, Heather. <laughs> now, for a few weeks, we've been doing this segment about the International Day of Something. Well, it's not been a segment, that's the whole thing. It's just been a chat. Oh, yes. We've just been chatting course, about it. yes. But we were driving on quite a long journey last week and I said, why don't we make that a segment? And then Jen, being the musical genius that she is, has said, I think I've got it. So uh, do you want to introduce it? Roll the jingle. Roll the jingle. What shall we celebrate today? Alligators, astronauts or hay? Start the day with dancing with a peppermint crab and ended making paper mache. It's a random international day of any old random shit. I love that jingle. I love it. I think it's the best one. Uh, the best one. Yeah, it's also really? getting slightly longer. I mean, is your aim here to like make make this album, this Christmas album, just fill the world with joy and jingles? That's what I say. That's it. I like to say, when I'm pitching this show, I like to say, it's plenty in 20. Nice. I like it, babes. It is. We're, we're, we're fairly buoyant most of the time. I love the word buoyant, <laughs> don't I? You do. You notice I've used that quite a lot. Uh, but uh, the international word of the day has always baffled me because I wondered, like, who, who are the committee that make this word up? Absolutely. And there is one, at least one, for every single day of the year. Does that change every year? Yeah, does that change? On the, it must change on a yearly basis because they can't... We, we've had this discussion before, but they can't possibly celebrate everything in the world within 365 no. days. If, like, August the 19th is National Vars Day, does that mean that August the 19th next <laughs> year is also National Vars Day? I don't know. Jen, tell me about uh, today's International Word Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's already giggling. <laughs> Jen, in, tell us, what is today's international random day? Today is National Sunglasses Day, Chris. Well, hey, hey, is it? It is, yeah. It's, oh, that's not bad. What is the point of celebrating sunglasses? I mean, I, I, I understand the point of celebrating like something like International Day of Free Speech yeah, or something yeah. like that. But, 
But sunglasses... Not so much. They don't they care. Don't, they don't care, do they? No. Like about being celebrated. They so. would never go, oh, this day is all about me. No. Little side note about sunglasses. Just something I've noticed when I'm driving, especially. Yes. Uh, in Los Angeles, especially, especially. Especially, especially. Uh, is that I would say 75% of people that wear sunglasses look evil. <laughs> You can have um, you can have really? really nice you can have really lovely eyes. You yeah. put any sunglasses on, and sunglasses have become more and more of an accessory over the years. You mean like Men in Black type thing, where you look a bit foreboding? I'm talking about, and we'll put this a picture in the show notes. Yeah, the big old ones that people wear these days. They're just and they they have the kind of pouty mouth. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I get you. Uh, it's it's like as soon as you put the sunglasses on, it's like you're putting on your supervillain cape. Yeah, but you you think that when I've got my glasses on and my hair up, that I'm more angry than when I've got my hair down, which is yeah. the most irrational. Well, when Jen puts her <laughs> hair up, it's a little sign to me that she has a bit of beef. Uh, but that's not true. I put my hair up when I'm hot. I put my hair up for the gym. Beef. What do you mean? I don't understand that. Well, or I put it up when I don't want to wash it. Yeah, but on the whole, yeah, I've noticed. So you think people wear sunglasses in cars? They have to be in cars, do they, to to be evil? They look particularly evil in cars. <laughs> in a car. I'd just like our <laughs> listeners this week to have a little look around, see people in sunglasses, and simply say to yourself, evil or not evil. Brilliant. Uh, we'd like to hear from you about this. Let us know. What okay. other day is it? It's International Pineapple Day, guys. Is it? <laughs> Fantastic. Does oh. that mean like International Swingers Day as well then? International, oh well, Swingers Fruit. If you haven't listened to our episode of Swingers Fruit, you need to go back and have a listen. We basically talk about the fact that in America... I think it is America particularly. It could be here as well. I don't know whether it's here. I think it's okay. largely in America, but the the universal, well, nationwide sign for I'm a swinger is anything to do with pineapples and particularly upside down pineapples. So if you walk around yeah. the supermarket with an upside down pineapple in your shopping cart slash trolley, it usually indicates to other people that you fancy a bit of swinging. And our lovely friend Laurie, who thought this was hilarious, um, for my birthday, painted me, because she's an artist as well, she painted me a picture of a pineapple and put it upside down in a frame for me. <laughs> so when you, when, you, when you hold up the frame, it's, it's upside down. Okay, and it's also, well, this is a bit more of a useful one. Go on. Industrial Workers of the World Day. That's... It's quite broad, though, isn't it? It's hugely broad, but, you know... It's like well, anyone. Well, thanks very much for all you industrial workers that put in so much hard work over the whole world. Are we industrial world. workers? I, I wouldn't consider you to have industrial hands, Chris. I've quite sensitive hands, don't well, I? Well, yeah, you were born prematurely, apparently. Yeah. Or oh, is it just too much washing up? So we're off to London this weekend. We um, are. You are hopefully hearing this on a Friday by the time I've actually got it out. And we're going to go down to London to see our wonderful American friends who are coming to Europe for the first time first ever. First time ever. And then and, uh, my good friends, the 1975, are playing a festival on Sunday and we're all mm -hmm. going to see them with the kids. It's going to be great. Exciting. So we will fill you in on all of that. Uh, but for now, let's make like a bad circumcision and head off. I think we've done that one before. Have we? Oh. I think we have. Oh, it was quite a good one, though. It's one of my favourites. I'll leave it in then. People won't mind hearing it again. All right. Bye! Bye! Oh, and also, 
don't forget to uh, like us, follow us, leave oh, us such a review. This is the boring oh, bit, isn't it? Yeah, but it's over the ending, so they won't matter. Oh, so no one really matters. It does okay. matter. Just well, I know it matters. Just let me say you your always thing. Do you, 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 you always do this. You always criticize. You always criticize. You never. You, I love you. I love you. Ah. Uh, 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 not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 